Welcome to the On Intimacy podcast. For one of life's most important topics, authentic intimacy in sex, love, dating and relationships. Visit onintimacy.com for resources, courses, coaching tips and more. On with today's show. Season 1, Episode 7, Irresistible Dating Profiles. I'm speaking with Julie Spira from cyberdatingexpert.com. America's top online dating expert and digital matchmaker, successfully helping single women and men find love on the internet for over 20 years. Los Angeles-based celebrity dating coach and author of two books, the best-selling online dating book, The Perils of Cyber Dating, and also The Rules of Netiquette. Our topic today is how to find the one amongst the 40 million in online dating. And we'll be looking at the ability of creating an irresistible online dating profile. Julie, thanks very much for joining me and welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm delighted to be here. So 20 years, that's a fascinating uh, statistic. Do you want to tell us just a little bit about how it began and what the internet dating looked like 20 years ago? Well, I can certainly tell you 20 years ago, we weren't swiping right and left on mobile dating apps. Mm -hmm. When I first started with my online dating journey, I was a technology executive and I was a very early adopter of the internet and became a very, very early adopter of online dating. So in the early days, we basically had very slow dial-up connections and people paid per minute while they were looking for love online. So it wouldn't be unusual to see a phone bill of $250 for just sort of hanging out in chat rooms and talking to cute girls and talking to cute guys. And I think that the things that really helped change internet dating for the better um, was certainly Facebook's launch because the more and more people were spending time online because they had to check Facebook four or five times a day. And of course, mobile phones. And as the smartphones became smarter, it became easier to find a date very quickly, swiping right, swiping left, up or down, and being able to find a date within minutes rather than waiting to go home and log onto your computer to see if you have an email. There must be a lot more online daters now than, than then, than 10 or 20 years ago. But what are the challenges that are really relevant and current that you can see? I think that the biggest challenge that women have when they come to me as a dating coach is that they don't really think that they're going to meet the one online. And yet they know all of their friends are meeting people online. They've gone to internet dating weddings. They sit in the nail salon and they overhear someone talking about their cute match date from the night before. But they do come to me sort of kicking and screaming. And no one says, hey, Julie, I'm super excited to be on this dating site for one year and I'm going to have four dates a week for the next 52 weeks and it's going to be a blast. They don't usually say that. They say, how can it? it, It's not working for me. What am I doing wrong? I'm really frustrated with the process. These guys just want to hook up and I'm trying to find a meaningful connection. Help. Does she just completely have no idea really where to go? Does she feel that she's doing everything as right as she can? Or does she feel kind of clueless about what pictures are best or what she should describe or what websites to use? I think all of the above. When when women come to me, they're not really sure if they're on the right site. Um, I explain to them that they need to be on more than one site and that they need to cast a wider net. 
they they think their profile pictures are great and they will come to me and say, I know I look younger than my age. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everyone says that. So it's become a little cliche. And so they think they've got great photos. They think they're doing everything right by even contacting men. And yet they have these empty inboxes. So they know that there's something off and they want to do it better and they want to do it quicker and they want to meet somebody authentic and genuine. Mm-hmm. So basically everything from not writing the right emails with the right sentence count to writing profiles that are filled with negativity and don't state specifically what they're looking for. So a Pew Research study said that 30% of women, 30% of women have actually asked for help with their online dating profiles. So they know that they really could use a little help. What do, what are the sentiments that women have of men that they bump into, obviously or online? What are the kind of complaints that women have about trying to find that one online? The complaints from women really vary based upon their age. Younger women are going to receive more emails from men. Women past 40 will need to send emails to men. And they need to be a little bit more proactive in their search because men are very visual. And maybe they won't search for you if you are above a certain age. But if they see that you've written to them and you have an interesting photo and you look like your photos, then then they have an opportunity to say, yes, this is somebody I, I might want to communicate with. So I think the biggest frustration for women is is they are not meeting the right guys or at least the right guys for them. Mm-hmm. And, and perhaps the frequency of their emails aren't enough or perhaps they're getting emails from guys that live too far away or are not age appropriate or, again, looking to hook up instead of looking to fall in love. What part do you feel that the profile actually plays in the success of online dating? I think these days it's the profile photo that's got to grab somebody in an absolute split second because men are scrolling through their daily matches. Men are doing searches for who they think are the perfect women for them within a certain age range. And and so if your profile photo is not irresistible, which means don't wear sunglasses, don't have a blurry photo, make it a close-up. But if it isn't one of those photos that just, you know, you look happy and you're smiling and you're looking right into his eyes, so he thinks, you may get passed over. So if you can't afford to have professional photos taken, then grab a friend because these digital cameras are really amazing these Mm -hmm. days and have them take 100 photos in three different outfits. But I think that the profile is very, very important. The first two sentences are very, very important. But without a photo that's, that's irresistible, you'll get passed over. Awesome. Once a woman has actually developed an irresistible profile, how does she know? What is the evidence that a woman has to know that she's developed the right profile for attracting potentially ideal suitors for her? I think the best way to know if you're doing it right is suddenly being able to receive matches from the dating site that you are also interested that become a mutual match or people that are swiping on mobile apps, um, swiping on someone that you're interested in who is also interested in you. So once you get a mutual match and you have the ability to take that relationship from online to offline, you know you've done it right. And 
Are there particular beliefs that a woman has to have in today's online dating world in order for her to produce an irresistible online dating profile? I think a woman has to be super confident. Mm-hmm. And as part of that confidence, and it does come out in words and it does come out in your poses, is to be very genuine and authentic. The more specific you can get about what you're looking for coming from your heart in a very authentic way, you're going to be able to track someone that has similar beliefs and similar goals as you do. It's, it's terrible when someone just has to post a sexy photo with so much cleavage thinking they're going to get a guy's attention when meanwhile if she posted a photo smiling with a cute red top, that's going to get a man's attention more than the cleavage shot. So they come from a, a position of insecurity when you have to post those sexy photos. Mm-hmm. If you po- Everybody knows that, especially men, that they'll undress you with your eyes. You don't have to act super sexy, but you need to be happy and confident. So by putting certain words in your profile that exude happiness, you can say you're confident, you're happy. You can say what you're passionate about. You can list the things that bring you joy. Because if you're happy within yourself as a person and you love yourself truly, then you're going to be able to attract love to yourself. If you aren't in love with yourself first and you don't portray that in the way you use your words and the way you project yourself in your profile, no one's going to fall in love with you. Mm -hmm. That resonates very well with me as a man and online dating myself. that all very clear. So what about when she has got that irresistible online dating profile and the women that you've coached and you've worked with, when they make that transformation and they, they begin to attract that success that they're looking for, how does that feel for women, maybe of different ages or is it, or is it the same, but how, what kind of change in her dating experience does it produce emotionally for her? No matter how confident the woman is, she will actually become much more confident when she has that irresistible profile and men that she's engaging with that she's starting to meet um, turn out to be people she really likes. Often she'll get into a point where, what do I do, Julie? I now met three guys that I think are so terrific. I don't know what to do. So when you start to get people writing to you and then you connect on the phone and then you connect in person and there's a genuine authentic connection and you look like your photos and you arrive as somebody that's you know recognizable and you're authentic and genuine about your age you just you seem so much happier on a date knowing that not just one guy likes you but there's two other really fabulous men that you would even want to have as friends if they didn't become your boyfriend and I think that by dating more people, you learn more about how to be a better dater. If you just meet one and you turn everyone else down, you're not really improving your dating skills and you're not upping and boosting your confidence level. So even if you go on a date with someone and he's not the one, it's really okay. You've mastered your confidence and your authentic self by showing up on that date and learning how to be a better dater. Mm-hmm. I, I really like the idea of how that transitions from the online dating experience to the offline because if she's been more genuine and authentic and presented who she really is online, then the people that she attracts and she meets them offline, then it's going to work a lot better, a lot easier, a lot more comfortably. It most certainly will. 
And I think that transition is really pivotal because just because you have online chemistry and you feel a genuine connection online, that does not guarantee that you're going to have that same kind of connection when you meet offline. Therefore, it's so, so important to not drag it out and try and meet someone as soon as possible because you don't want to get caught up in the fantasy mm. of being in a relationship with someone when, in fact, you just have a digital pen pal. Mm-hmm. Very good. So are there any other challenges that we can describe in terms of the online dating profile or any more beliefs or evidence that uh, a woman has when she has done a really great job with her profile? When a woman does a great job with her profile, She knows it. It's that same feeling she gets when she walks into a room and heads turn and she knows she owns that room. And she can own that room regardless of what she weighs and regardless of what she's wearing because she walks in with that air of confidence. And I see that same kind of air in a digital format when someone posts a picture and a profile of someone that isn't needy but someone that really wants to be in a quality relationship and that they're going to be picky about finding someone that they believe is a good match, it will come out and it will be really well known and you can feel it and see it and read it in that profile. That's great. So let's let's move over to part two where we're going to look at some of the, the actual strategies and techniques, the how-tos of developing that irresistible online dating profile. Here we are, part two. Julie, what are some of the strategies that a woman can use to create an irresistible online dating profile and therefore be be successful with finding the one amongst the 40 million online daters? Those are great questions. Let's talk about the irresistible online dating profile and break it down to the different categories. We touched briefly on the fact that the profile photo means everything. And I believe the magic number, and I've been doing this for over 20 years, It's three to five photos. Hmm. And I know we have a tendency because we have smartphones that we just take so many photos and we upload these huge albums to Facebook and we post photos real frequently on Instagram. And that's great amongst your friends. But amongst a potential love interest, a little bit less is more. So I say leave those anything more than five photos just Go to Facebook and post them. But for your dating profile, the number needs to be three to five. And on top of that, many of the profiles, many of the sites allow you to pick a catchy screen name. Sites such as Match.com and OkCupid and Plenty of Fish, they allow you, you to create a catchy screen name. So that's really important because it's fun and it's flirty. For instance, my very first catchy screen name in the early days was Piano Baby. Now, mm. Piano Baby is kind of fun and flirty. And the reason I pick Piano Baby, and this is a strategy no matter what everyone out there decides to use for their catchy screen name, think about the strategy behind it. One, I play the piano. Two, I have a baby grand piano. Three, I love music. And four, it's fun. It's flirty. It's memorable. Mm -hmm. So think about something you're passionate about. If you happen to be uh, someone who loves to do yoga, Find a way to put yoga in your profile, catchy screen name. And the reason I say that, and if you can't do it there, put it definitely as a keyword in your about me section, is that men, through all of the research, are showing that they think a woman is hot if she does yoga. They think a woman is takes care of her mind, her body, and her spirit. 
And so yoga is a great, great word. So I am yoga lover, yoga lover in California, yoga lover in, in, in Washington, yoga lover anywhere, but it's got the word love. It's got the word yoga and men love it. So think about whatever you do. If you paint, if you play the guitar, uh, if you knit, it really doesn't matter. It's your passion and put whatever that is to make you unique in your catchy screen name. Those are great tips. I really like those. The yoga and the catchy screen name. Uh, photos three to five makes a lot of sense. And here's one of the most important one. I mean, I'm always wearing red. Every time I'm on TV, I'm always wearing red. Uh, red is the color of love. Red is the color of passion. Red, red is the color of romance. It's also the color of the stop sign. Multiple research studies have shown that men respond more to a woman wearing red. So let's think about it. There's thousands and thousands and thousands of profiles out there, and he's scrolling, and everyone's wearing a little black dress. Mm-hmm. And suddenly he stops and he sees the person with the hot pink or the red two love colors, and it just is an automatic sort of subconscious mechanism to stop and view that profile. So ladies, ditch your little black dress, find a cute red dress, or even a cute tank top, anything that's red, and I guarantee it will increase the amount of views you will have to your profile and potential matches and hopefully dates. So that's great. We've got a lot on the profile itself. How does that then transition into successful flirting or conversation? Are are there any tips on other bits of content that she should have or how does she start messaging with guys? Well, here are a couple of other tips. If you have a mobile dating app, very, very brief profile one to three sentences and make sure one of those sentences says, I'm looking for the real thing. I'm looking for something serious. You can even say not interested in serial dating, but he might even say, well, she's not going to be a serial dater. She's also not interested in a hookup. I wouldn't put the word hookup in the profile. And if you have a regular traditional profile on OkCupid, Plenty of Fish, Match.com, JDate, eHarmony, in your About Me section, I always say that the profile word count is important. And here are the reasons why. A profile that has 125 words, which is my magic number, and maybe it's 100, maybe it's 135, but 125 is sort of the sweet spot. It's enough information for someone who has already viewed your photo to say, I'd like to read a few more sentences about this person. But if you have a long, drawn-out profile, seven, eight, nine paragraphs, 600 words, you have basically told this potential date everything about yourself. And you've ne- you have, he has no reason to contact you. He just read your entire book. He read your entire life. So leave something to the imagination. And on that note, end your profile with a question. And maybe it's like something as simple as, and you, with a question mark, or how about you, with a question mark. But a man needs to see what his life is going to be like with you as a couple. So if you mention certain things that you'd like to do, say on weekends, if I was on a date with you, I would enjoy doing this. I would enjoy going to a museum. I would enjoy going to a cooking class. Have you ever tried one? Or mention your favorite travel spot and say, have you ever been there? But when a man sees a question, men like to solve problems. Mm. He will look at the question and go, I'm supposed to answer that question. And it gives a trigger to respond to your profile. And he will write back and say, hi, piano baby. My, I've never been on an African safari before, but I've always wanted to. 
which country were you thinking of going to? Then he asks a question, and then you ask a question, and then hopefully you hop on a phone call and you take the relationship from online to offline and put a date on the calendar. Well, I think I think that's awesome. I think I would definitely respond to a question in a in a dating profile that I liked. I think that's a great way to make it easier for a guy to to engage and it gives them as you said a problem to solve so something to actually take action on that's really brilliant advice Uh, and you just mentioned I I was going to ask about phone calls you mentioned earlier that the online dating bit shouldn't go on too long and you should get in person but it, it sounds that there's a transition in terms of being on the phone before you would actually have a live date is that the case? I believe in that wholeheartedly. Not everyone agrees with me. There are some women who refuse to pick up the phone. My feeling is you should absolutely pick up the phone. And what you should do as a woman is you should basically say, I'd be happy to call you if you give me your phone number. And you can control because from a safety standpoint, it's really up to a woman to feel what makes her safe. And I don't think she should hand out her phone number to everybody in, that writes to her. Mm-hmm. We just don't know them yet. So I think that by transitioning to a phone call or saying, you know, hey, I'd love, to, I love the way this conversation's going. What do you think about hopping on a call? I'd be happy to call you if you send me your phone number. If a woman says that to a man, it doesn't mean that she's taking over the male role in the relationship. She's just moving it to the next place so they can have a date on the phone. And the phone dates, well, this is the way it is. If you don't have any chemistry on the phone and you feel like you're struggling through the conversation or you're sitting in a dentist chair like you're pulling teeth, then you're probably not going to have a great date. So phone calls should be never more than 20 minutes in length. Mm-hmm. And the reason I say that is if you talk too long to somebody on the phone, it's like having that long-winded profile. Give them something more to look forward to, and that's seeing your sparkling eyes in person. So if at the end of 20 minutes your date hasn't said anything about meeting, tell them you have to get off the phone. It was really great speaking with you. Love to get together someday if you're up for it. And let the man suggest, that's a great idea. Would you like to meet on Thursday? And if Thursday doesn't work, say no, but I'd like to meet on Friday. You mentioned that some people don't agree. I'd have to say that I definitely do agree with the phone call. And I've done that as part of my online dating myself. I find you do get to know something about the person on the other end of the phone before you meet. But it's not just to decide about meeting them in person or not. It's actually helpful to start making and establishing a more genuine human connection before you meet so that when you do meet things actually seem to run smoother that's in my experience so for the for the ladies who who are not sure at least that's one man's vote so the phone calls are definitely helpful oh that's terrific to hear i'm so happy to hear that up to a 20 minute phone call so that that's good could it be two or three minutes sure if you're on the phone for just a couple of minutes and you connect on the phone and somebody proposes a date idea and you think it's great, then go on the date. Mm-hmm. So, But if you don't feel there's any chemistry on the phone, don't feel like you have to accept a date just to fill your date card. But if, it, you know, if somebody's running late, there's nothing wrong with scheduling a date or saying, I, I'm really enjoying this conversation, but I have an appointment I have to go to. Can, can we talk again later tonight? 
and then schedule a second time to talk. Mm-hmm. The call has flown by, actually. Um, but do you want to leave some last ideas or comments or bring us up to date on what you're doing and where people can find you online? And then maybe we can do another call on another specific ability in the new year. I would love to do that. Well, first of all, please do visit the site, cyberdatingexpert.com, where you can sign up for the free weekly flirt newsletter. You can follow me on Twitter, at Julie Spira, where I dish out dating advice every single day, and on Instagram, at Julie Spira as well. I'm very excited about, um, about my new audiobook that's going to be released very soon, and it's the first book, The Perils of Cyberdating, Confessions of a Hopeful Romantic, Looking for Love Online, and I have been in the studio for days and weeks of post-production, and my producer is almost completely done with this amazing project. It's going to have some bonus audio that didn't even exist in the first edition of the book, and a very surprising epilogue that I can't wait for people to hear, because those who have read the epilogue have actually had tears in their eyes. It is such a beautiful, beautiful story. So, Keep on the lookout for the Perils of, Audi- uh, Perils of Cyberdating audiobook, and details will be there if you sign up for the weekly flirt at cyberdatingexpert.com. Yoga piano baby in red yoga pants, Julie Spira, thank you very much for sharing all of those tips on creating an irresistible online dating profile.